Okay, let's be real. We're sitting in the meeting, and, and what are people thinking? They're thinking <laughs> of everything they have to do besides this meeting. Right. Right? So we have to give people that reason to care. We have to give them the why to make sure that it's worth their time and, and effort. You're listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast, a show where we invite leaders to have courageous conversations about the journey of leadership, work, and culture. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. This is Amber Selkin, the Vice President of Leadership and Culture here at Lippert Components. And I have Jen Snyder here with me today, one of our leadership development directors within our chassis division. Jen, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, very excited to be here. So as you all know, we are really talking about this high-performance leadership model at LCI where you know great leaders lead themselves, lead their teams, and lead their business really, really well. And this whole season has allowed us to bring practical, pragmatic, tools to help build the disciplines of great leadership. And so today we're really talking about this discipline of driving engagement and accountability, but maybe through a different lens than you might be used to hearing engagement and accountability talked about because we're talking about this discipline as it relates to meetings. And so, you know, how do we drive that through meetings? Jen, you have been out in the field, you know, with our leaders talking about this concept. Tell us how we conceptualize meetings as a way to drive engagement and accountability. Sure, absolutely. So I will start and say, this makes me so excited. (laughs) So I am a planner by heart. I love structure. I love meetings, agendas, all of these different things. So this makes my heart so happy. And I guess I'll start by saying, when I think of meetings, I actually think of trust, which may sound really weird, right? We don't equate trust in meetings necessarily together. But I think as a leader, everything we do comes back to trust, right? So we either are building trust in everything that we do, or we're taking trust away. And the thing that instantly pops into my head is the the Peanuts comic strip where you see Lucy and you see um, Charlie Brown, right? And she has the football. And every single time she's like, no, I promise I'm going to keep the football right here. But every single time, what does she do? She takes the football away and Charlie Brown falls down. So To me, this is what we see in meetings, right? Mm -hmm. It's the first time or or maybe once in a while that the team all gets together. The leader has an opportunity to stand or be in front of that team. Mm -hmm. And they're either placing the ball there and allowing for that kick or they're taking that ball away. So I think there's a lot of things that we can do in preparing for meetings Mm -hmm. to make it a safe space, to make it, you know, you said engagement and accountability, right? We're setting up this space to allow for those different things. So trust in meetings actually go very hand in hand. Yeah, you know, I, I love that concept too of like, this is maybe the only time that the team gets together. And I, you know, I remember when our team, our leadership development team was getting together to prepare for all of this content and build the training that we've delivered to our leaders here in-house. And one of the first things we talked about was like, you know, who looks at their agenda every day or their calendar for the day and was like, oh yes, I have these four meetings that I get to go to. I'm right. so excited. Like right. says no one ever. Ever. Right? Ever. <laughs> but imagine, imagine if that was the case. Imagine right. if when you looked at your calendar, you thought, ooh, I can't wait for that meeting. Yes. And maybe it's only one. And maybe it's because you know the leader of that team or the facilitator of that meeting always yes. has a compelling meeting that that is engaging, that you care about, 
and actually know that you're going to get stuff done or come out of it with getting things done. Because as leaders, we like to get stuff done, right? right? Well, listen, that's our responsibility as leaders to create meetings that really give people, get people excited to come to. And and now here's the thing, listen, when we're talking about meetings too, there's so many elements of meetings. There's preparing for the meeting, there's running the meeting, there's being a participant in the meeting, there's post-meeting. And so today I want our conversation to really be around sort of that preparation part uh, of meetings and really give our listeners some tangible ways to think about how do I prepare better for meetings so that I can create engagement and create accountability through these meetings. And, And again, build that trust that is so critical to high performers. So, you know, talk us through a little bit about what that means to prepare for meetings and how you've been thinking through it and working through it with the leaders that you've been been working with. Sure, sure, absolutely. I think one of the key things that we can do is actually just set time aside to prepare. I mean, how many times do you get ready to go to the meeting and it's like, oh, you get the calendar invite the uh, or the pop-up 15 minutes before it dings and you're like, oh, crap. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> right. I have a meeting. Let me hurry and scramble the bullet points. And what am I going to cover? Or maybe you realize as part of that, of you have so many different things. It's it's been a while since your last meeting, and and you are excited to see all the people. So you have you know twenty items to cover in your thirty minute time slot, right? <laughs> <laughs> so just actually setting the time aside to prepare will make it that much more impactful. Um, it, it's vital. It's vital to having this high impact, energizing effective meeting, taking the time aside. And it's as a leader, something we have to do. Totally. And you used a really cool example too, to just sort of contextualize this in our mind. Like think of a, like, think of a sport coach, right? Mm-hmm. Like imagine if kids go to practice and there isn't a practice plan. It, it's right. like you're walking out there and you're like, oh, what are we going to do for the next two hours with these right. 30 kids that are running around like crazy? Like right. you have to have a practice plan. And Absolutely. so taking that time to to have a plan and, and prepare for that meeting. You know, specifically, one of the tools that we found super useful um, for our leaders in-house is an agenda template, right? Talk, what to, Share like what ours looks like, um, you know, and everybody can have a different one, uh, but we found, we found a format that has been really, really impactful to, again, create engagement and accountability around those meetings. Talk about what ours looks like, but then also even more importantly, like how, what the impact you've seen that a simple agenda have on the meetings that you've been a part of. Absolutely. So I think the, the, the agenda is a game changer in any meeting that you have. It helps ensure that that 30-minute meeting doesn't turn into the hour meeting. The hour and a half meeting doesn't turn into the two-hour meeting. A couple of little pieces on it that help you stay on track. First and foremost, having time slots right? Mm. So you may have your bullet points. You may have, here are the 10 things that I want to cover in my, you know, whatever time allotted for the meeting. But actually sitting down and thinking about how much time is it going to take to cover this? Is it a discussion or is it just, you know, informative and I'm going to give an update on something that I'm working on? It really lets you see, man, can I even cover all of this in the time that I have, mm-hmm. right? I think it also allows everyone in the room when you get into that that actual meeting space, be prepared. Yeah, You know, they know how much time and energy is allotted for that particular topic. They know what the topics themselves are. Um, one other thing that we have on the agenda that this has been really, really great for our team is just 
putting in there who's going to lead each topic. Oh, nice. Right? So, and the reason I love that is because I think as leaders, we feel like everything falls on us, right? I have to lead the meeting. I'm running everything. And I don't think that is actually the case. I don't think that that, that um, is the recipe for success. I think actually allowing different voices. So in my mind, I think, you know, our brains can only capture so much information. We can probably stay connected for, you know this better than I do. What is it, Amber? Well, 10 minutes? Human, what is yeah, it? Yeah. Humans <laughs> right? actually have an eight-second attention span, okay, which is shorter than a goldfish <laughs> at nine seconds, so it's pretty terrible. Uh, but imagine a two-hour meeting, and it gets ugly quick. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so now we're like goldfish, but we can only uh, you know stay focused yeah. for so long. So actually putting other people on the agenda, letting other people lead from a brain science perspective mm -hmm. allows us to refocus our thoughts and our energy, right? We're yeah. pausing, we're hearing someone else talk and you can refocus more often. It also gives a little bit of that weight off of the leader from having to, to own the meeting to helping to train someone else, yeah. right? So now instead of having to facilitate and all of that weight is on my shoulders, I get the cool opportunity, which I love as a leader, right? To lead someone else, Yeah. right? How many times does someone have, we talk about our leader action plans. How many times does someone have on their leader action plan, you know, wanting to present? Well, presenting doesn't mean standing up and talking in front of a room of 400 people. Presenting can be sitting in front of my peers, 10 people, and having a meeting. So how cool to have that on your agenda, to be able to break up the space, have it be more engaging, and we're training other people on how to have these topics. And then they're, they're you know, again, you said engagement, right? People are more engaged yeah. when they have to own a piece, but what are they? They're also accountable yep. to coming prepared for that. The other thing that you said there too, like, in your agenda, it's like, <clears throat> are we going to discuss engagement, let's say? Well, now that prepares everybody to know, oh, this is going to be a discussion, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's, you know, um, update on safety. And so they know, okay, this is just an update. And, yep. and it really prepares their brain to what is the expectation for me in this moment? And that's the power of that agenda too. Not Don't don't just put like bullets of topics, you know, put start it with a verb. Are we going to inform? Are we going to discuss? Are we going to brainstorm? Are we going to decide? Are we, you know, whatever yeah. that is so that, you know, everybody again is prepared to engage how you want them to engage in those moments um, for the time allotted. I love that. What, what happens if you come up on your time? Yeah. So I think a couple of different things. Um, one, the idea and concept of a parking lot. So this helps just navigate the meeting itself throughout to help you stay on time. Right. So the idea of a parking lot that if you get a little bit off track, if someone has that squirrel statement and it's taking you down another path, you can very respectfully say, well, let's put this in the parking lot. We're going to come back to it, right? And that helps prevent a topic from being 30 minutes. I will say at LCI, we are a competitive bunch. Would you agree, Amber? <laughs> I would agree. Right? Okay, so we're a competitive bunch here, right? And it actually turns into something fun, having those time slots on the agenda. My teams, as I work with them, um, I hope you all are listening to this and getting a good chuckle out of it. But we sit and look and say, okay, how did I come in on time? Okay, I am a minute under. All right, you 
better wrap it up. You're getting over it. Like it almost becomes this badge of honor and excitement to be able to be like, okay, you better wrap it up, right? Like, yeah. and, and you can have either a formal role of a timekeeper to try to keep you honest, or I think it can be a accountability of the whole group like that if you make it something fun. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. And you're working, you're working it together. So. Awesome. So again, preparation, right, for the meeting is important. We do that by building an agenda. That's the tool, right, that helps yep. us prepare. Um, okay, so we, we're showing up to the meeting. How, how do we kick it off, right? Like, we, we talk about this concept of a hook, right, and giving people a reason to care to be there. Why is that so important in sort of the preparation phase of, of a meeting? Absolutely. So you guys talked in an earlier podcast, Kim was here, one of my fellow leadership development directors, and you were talking about prioritize for impact, the four different quadrants, right? And the number one quadrant is those those necessity, the essential items. So let's be real. Okay, let's be real. We're sitting in the meeting. and, And what are people thinking? They're instantly thinking of everything in their quadrant run one, right? They're thinking of everything they have to do besides this meeting, right? Right. So we have to give people that reason to care. We have to give them the why because it better be pretty compelling, yep. right? There has to be a reason to be there that they're focusing on whatever it is in your meeting versus everything on their to-do list or what happens. They sit there, they're disengaged, they're looking at their phone, they're looking at their computer, their mind is wandering and they're thinking of, all the other things that they have to do, right? So we've got to give them that reason to care to make sure that it's worth their time and and effort. And, you know, you said something earlier too to me that was like, and guess what? If there's not a compelling reason for everybody to be there, maybe we shouldn't be there, right? Maybe we could send this in an email. Maybe we could send a one-page report out. Like, if it's not compelling, why are we even having this meeting, yep. you know? So I, I think that that's, that's incredible. So walk us through what this tool of the hook is and yep. means to uh, really, again, give people that compelling reason to be present. Right. The idea of the hook is really trying to capture our hearts, our minds, and our hands, Mm. right? We want to make sure what do we want? What are the couple of things that we want people to leave knowing? What are the couple of things that we want people to leave feeling? Like, how do we want them to leave feeling? And then what are the actions? What do we want them to leave doing, Mm. right? And so the hook is get them excited on those different things, right? There's this idea, Patrick Lencioni talks about the hook, talks about, you know, think about your favorite movie. There's something in that movie or a book, whatever it is, something captivated you and gave you a reason. So I want to, I want people to, to be engaged in the meeting. They want them to take it something away. I want them to feel great about it. You know, be excited, be ready to take action. I don't want people to be negative or, or distraught, upset after the meeting. I want them to be able to go back and be passionate and excited and take that back to their teams, right? So it comes back to that planning phase, knowing, you know, what's on your, your agenda, what do you want to do, and then get them excited on those things. That's that's awesome. And, you know, at the Academy as well, we do keynote addresses for different industries or organizations or, you know, companies that are having their sales retreats or, or whatever. And so, you know, when we prep for those keynotes, that's actually one of the questions that we ask and partner with the client on. Hey, what do you really want them to leave knowing from this? How do you want them to leave feeling? And what do you want them prepared to do when they walk out of this meeting? And like that gives you just a really good structure to craft a compelling message around 
around. So as leaders, we can't lose the opportunity that we have every time we have a meeting. You know, it's like it's like meetings have become such a, a thing of business that they've lost their novelty, right? We forget that, holy cow, this is, a, this is an opportunity. Every meeting you have is an opportunity to connect with the head, the heart, and the hands of your team members. And if you miss that opportunity, well, you've missed that opportunity, right? And we need to reclaim the power and importance of meetings um, because I, I think that, again, they've just become mundane mm-hmm. and a checklist on people's box and something even that like people, you know, you've heard death by meetings, that that topic. It's like, yes, I, I feel that. Well, they don't have to be that way. We can rethink how we do them. And planning for those is a critical way, um, again, through an agenda by creating that hook. And so, you know, your high performance leadership training that we're going to leave you with today is to build an agenda, build an agenda, build a template that makes sense for your team. And some of the elements, again, that we've talked about is, you know, having the time frame that you're going to cover each topic, have the topics assigned with sort of starting with an action verb so it can prepare people to really engage in that topic correctly, assign a person to facilitate that piece. It might be the leader for many of them, um, but giving others an opportunity to really take ownership over that and, and having that parking lot Two, that you can drop in topics that tend to go off. So that's your high-performance leadership training because, again, we want all of us to be on this high-performance leadership journey where we are committed to making lives better through business, right, and and running business really well and seeing meetings as an awesome opportunity to build that discipline of driving engagement and accountability. Jen, thank you so much for being with us today. It was a pleasure having you on. You know, your experience as a vice president in a former organization where you were a leader yourself brings so much credibility and just insight and ideas to our leadership development team, but also to the teams that you serve. So thank you uh, for being with us. Thanks for being on our team. Thanks for being on this podcast. It is such a blessing to work with you, and we just so appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. I love working with you and the teams here as well. And and I'll just reiterate the importance. Agendas can be fun and exciting and sexy and cool. So let's go do it, guys. (laughs) Love it. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components, Inc. Thanks to Eternity Bro for our theme music and to Michael Yoder and the amazing team over at Truthwork Media. Thanks for listening.